Agenda-setting conversations of the day. Well, a series of important developments in our health system this week. Yesterday, you heard the Gauteng Health MEC, Nomanto and Komurala Hoko, saying that no patients at the Krishani Baraguanath Hospital have gone without a meal after reports that there were shortages of food in the hospital. She says suppliers had been appointed to the hospital when those suppliers didn't have the capacity to provide the necessary food. The Treatment Action Campaign has said that patients have been left hungry and that, in fact, family members and friends have been taking food to patients in the hospital. Can you imagine? Also, today, President Cyril Ramaphosa, we understand the second presidential health summit that's starting. Mark Hayward is the editor at Maverick Citizen, a former executive director at Section 27 as well. Mark, good morning. Thanks for your time this morning. Good morning, Stephen. You wrote the first report about problems at Chris Harney Baragwanath. The Gauteng Health MEC says patients are receiving food. What's your understanding about the situation there at the moment? My understanding about the situation is that the report was accurate, that the MEC's own statement uh, admitted that there are food shortages at Chris Harney Baragwanath. It admitted to failures of contract management, to not having sufficient space to store food, to awarding contracts to people who don't have the capacity to meet the demand for food of a large hospital like Kristani Baragwanath Hospital. And I think that we have to trust the doctors who were my sources, as well as organizations like the Treatment Action Campaign, which speak for patients rather than politicians from a provincial health department, which still is uh, mired by mismanagement and corruption. So I'm glad that she rushed to Chris Hani Baragwanath Hospital, and I hope that it leads to improvements. But there's no no doubt about the veracity of, of, of the story. It's astonishing. Chris Hani Baragwanath Hospital is an old hospital. It's been running for a long yeah. time. And as long as it's existed, it will have needed to feed patients. So why suddenly do we start to have these problems? Well, Stephen, I mean, there, there have been challenges with management of Chris Hani Baragwanath for 10 or 15 years. As you know, uh, there are even deeper and greater challenges with the Gauteng Health Department, which is very, very unstable, has had an unstable leadership, has been mired in corruption challenges, uh, has a very difficult relationship between the Gauteng Health Department and the Gauteng Infrastructure Department, which is responsible for all the infrastructure issues. And these issues just haven't been attended to. You know, when Panyazala Sufi became the premier in October of 2022, he said, we're going to fix the township hospitals. He said that he had appointed MEC Nkomo Ralehoko because of her finance expertise. She has no health uh, knowledge. And yet, you know, six or seven months down the line, at even the most basic level, at a hospital like Barrow, where, you know, there are up to 3,000 beds, uh, patient beds, uh, we're still failing. So, so it, things have got to change sooner or later because what we're doing is 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 bad for healthcare and it's actually unlawful as well. This continuous problem with finance and money in the department. The MEC told us yesterday she's been making a lot of progress with that. Is there any evidence that it's getting better? Well, I think the MEC should take the public and the media into her confidence and show where the progress is. We can't trust just a claim that progress is being made. Certainly, if you judge from the coalface of care uh, at facilities and whether 
things are being fixed, whether medicines are getting through, etc., then it doesn't look like progress. But I think she should she should be straight. She should she should actually expand on that statement and say, this is what we've done. This is what we're going to do tomorrow, next week, next month. And uh, you must believe this. Uh, at the moment, I don't believe I see nothing to to uh, affirm her claim. There's the presidential health summit today, the second summit like this. Uh, sometimes summits can matter. There can be an important symbolism. There, certain things can happen at them. Are you expecting anything from this summit? Well, Seema, I have to answer your question in perhaps two ways. Uh, the first thing is that now that the summit is happening today and tomorrow, there are going to be 500 healthcare workers from across the country. Uh, there's no getting away from it, and it's important. And you know, my advice to the health workers who are going there is you've got to make it work. Uh, the last presidential health summit took place in October 2018. Um, and it resulted in a very lengthy declaration and list of things to do, and almost nothing has been done. So the danger with these summits is that you spend a lot of money, you make grand statements, you come up with glossy uh, contracts, and then there's no action. And so the challenge now is how do you make sure that this summit delivers action? And my view is that rather than getting lost in discussions about national health insurance, it should pay attention to the nuts and bolts of the public health system in particular, the platform, what is going wrong. And it needs to listen to people who work in hospitals like Chris Hani Baragwanath Hospital, because many of them know what would make a difference, what needs to be fixed, how it would be fixed, and how, if it was fixed, it would lead to an improvement in patients care and outcomes. Mark Haywood, thank you very much indeed. Editor at Maverick Citizen.